Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Drunk Time Alpha Podcast for round 14, 2018. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who is sick to death of this talk of a red card. It's Adam Rosenbach. Oh, g'day, Michael, up there in uh, the lovely Rod Carter Studios. I'm down here in Wayne Jackson Studios and it pisses me off every time someone gets their face caved in in the great game of <laughs> AFL that all of a sudden the talk starts... Do we need a red card in the AFL? And can I just say, categorically, fuck off. <laughs> we don't need a red card. I mean, let's go. For starters, we're talking about the dairy. The... Well, do you think, in, in fairness, do you think it's maybe the vibe at the minute by the fact the World Cup is on, so therefore the red card comes to people's mind very quickly? I mean, people get sucked in by it. If, if there was a state of origin game on during that game, it would have been, should we have a sin bin? You know, people just get caught, yeah, caught up in that, you know. It's like yep. Uh, yep. if Survivor was on, they'd be, should we snuff out their uh, their candle, whatever the <laughs> fuck they do, you know. Sure, sure. We just get. <laughs> should we have a tu- should we have a Tucker trial to see if they get a Gatorade? Yeah, half-time? exactly. It's, we just get swept up in the moment, and I think we're pathetic as Australians when we do this. Now, the incident we're talking about is uh, Jeremy Cameron caving in the face of uh, Harris on Harris, Harris Andrews. Andrews. Good lordy, he was out before he hit the it- ground. I was about to say that. He was up before the ground, which is one of our favourite ways to be a be You out. know why that's one of our favourites? It's because you get the double impact. <laughs> you get you get a man going all floppy in midair, and then you get the head... <laughs> Smashing on the bouncing turf. Bouncing off the turf. And there is nothing finer than that when you're watching a game. And they, were, they, 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 they seemed to be fine after the game. Um, Cameron had an interview with the the big hairy cat afterwards, uh-huh. uh, who's no longer big and hairy, but he um, talked about how there was no 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 malice in the incident. No. It's, it seemed to be kind of was halfway caught between going for a punch and protecting himself. He kind of just didn't go for the full extension. Yeah, he, he just protected himself with the elbow. I, I don't think it was malicious. It wasn't like plugger on Peter Caven back in the day, you get in the hole and oh, I'll yeah. murder you. Yeah. But I think yeah. the calls for a red card are ridiculous because I think it's uh, it's not hard enough. I think we should have a black card, which means you are marked for death. Oh, really? In what way do you Well, think? it's up to the opposition team. They have a free reign. So they umpire holds up a black card, right? And Jeremy Cameron, at this point, he knows can't leave the ground, right? Okay, gotcha. No, no rotations. No rotations for the person reported. So in this case, Jeremy Cameron. And the other team can do whatever it takes Okay. to take him out. How much fun would that be if you're in the opposition? Well, this might... Well, this might actually be a bit of a companion piece for, I think, maybe last year or the year before. We talked about how we had a fly the flag exactly. moment. So when, if there was a player that got knocked, that got mm. whacked, and then another player came in to remonstrate, yeah. the umpire, well, the first player would get knocked, got got hit, umpire blow the yeah. whistle, uh, call out fly the flag, yeah. 
and that meant the opposition was allowed to come in and do whatever they wanted to. And I think we actually talked about how they they were able to grab weapons from <laughs> members in the from members of the so crowd. That's a very similar idea. <laughs> they had about a two or three minute period, I mm. believe, where they could fly the flag. Okay, this is kind of like a companion. It piece. is. It, it's it's very card. similar. Yeah. So uh, umpire holds up black flag. All the Brisbane players go. We're fucking on here. <laughs> and then they, it's only Jeremy Cameron though, so you can't touch another GWS yeah. player. We're not animals, and, and of the, course, I'm not non- monsters. No, and they can do whatever needs to be done in their mind to get back at Jeremy Cameron, right? So whether or not that involves like uh, severing a spinal cord, uh, ripping mm-hmm. off a limb, you know, mm-hmm. uh, teeth on the gutter, American History X style. <laughs> it, it, it's all open slather, Michael, because they've got the black card. They've got the uh, they've got the free pass. Uh, were the Lions? I, I I saw the footage kind of initially, but I don't know kind of for the rest of the game. Were the Lions going after Cameron in terms of that we want revenge? Not overly. I think they saw it too as mm. um, even even after uh, Harris Andrews went down, Ryan Griffin was kind of on the spot and he sort of you know shook him around a little bit. But you can't you just can't remonstrate in this day and age, and that's the disappointing thing. That's why you need yeah, gotcha. a black card handed out. Yeah, ha- gotcha. What they talk about? How many weeks do you think Jeremy Cameron will get? Well, I can. I'm, I'm only really going from the people who are kind of writing the articles, but they're talking about five and six. Um, so maybe I'm going to have to go with that. And they actually say right here, he's got a pretty bad record. Um, I'm looking at the thing: one, two, three, four, five. He's been reported ten times, but he's only gone for five weeks for that ten times. Is that right? He has been guilty every time except for once. Uh-huh. Uh, and then some of them are kind of wrestling and uh, you know engaging in a melee. Uh, Got to be careful engaging in a melee. Uh, one's rough conduct oh, on uh, Ruffy, mate. You got a match for rough conduct. Okay. Uh, yeah. So nothing. Uh, there was uh, the only main one was preseason match. Uh, Reese Matheson. He got a four match ban, and that was a high bump. He broke his cheekbone. Yeah, high bump. That's what yeah. I said, mate. He broke his cheekbone. You didn't mention that though. That so off the back of that for being knocked out. Yeah, I reckon five. Really, I- I'm going to go with four. I think I think it'll match the other one. He didn't break his face. I mean, he was out for the game, but you know. It's only a Brisbane player. They're not that important in the scheme of things. You know, 17th team doesn't really matter that much. <laughs> not really going to miss it. No. Uh, I mean, it did It did actually help the Giants in the long run. They got up by 27 points and, uh, you know, they're knocking at the door of the eight. Although, the word has come down that with no Cameron, no GWS in the finals. Well, I'm hoping no Cameron, no, no GWS by the fact that we have them next week. Hawthorne have them next week. Uh, well, I'll be making my debut at Spotless Stadium. And I'll be joining you because I am uh, oh, yeah, I'm cool. on the coverage for the kick on Channel 7 next Saturday night. Are you really? That's yeah. awesome. Like you are on yes. air? Dude, so you're taking the spot of like Mick Malloy or whatever? Uh, yeah, so he hasn't been on this year, but they've been rotating comedians through. And they've had uh, Lemo and Lawrence Mooney and now the great uh, A. Rosenbachs will be making his... Oh, dude, make, that's I'm awesome. I'm making my debut at the Beanstalk. So can I hang around? Can I watch you in the studio there? Uh, no, you're not allowed anywhere near, with 50 metres, mate, that's still the thing, that's why you're broadcasting out of Rod Carter Studios. Oh, dude, I'm definitely going to come along. I'm going to, can I, are you kind of, are you in maybe an open air area? I think it depends. Sometimes they broadcast from the studio, like where they commentate from, but then last yep. night they were in the North Melbourne rooms. Oh, dude, I am coming, if you're open air, I'm fucking showing up. Yep, I no, this am is going to be good. throwing yep. things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How can you work in junk time into the uh, coverage? I will be drinking a beer out of a junk time stubby holder. So, um, awesome. I, yeah, we can guess which yes, one. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, I, I think people will appreciate that. 
Put that in the intro. So when they say, joining us as comedian Adam Rosenbach from the Junk Time Alpha podcast. Put that in the intro. Make that. Make sure they do you that. You know what? I hope lots of kids hear that and then tune in to mm-hmm. the Junk Time AFL podcast and then walk back out to their parents after they've listened to one episode. It's going to be awesome. And proceed to call mum and dad a pack of cunts. <laughs> <laughs> we'll tune in next week. Yes. So you'll be on and I'll try to get my head on in the background. That'd be great. Before can, I watch can you the, hold up one of those? Before I sit back and watch Can the you game. hold up a placard? I'll bring a few stubby holders along. I've got them at my place. So we can uh, we can share share a refreshing drink yeah. while watching the Hawks take on the Giants. I love that. Uh, it's been a big weekend for the uh, the top eight. Has been shaped and defined, Michael. Dude, uh, Collingwood into the top four at the end of this round. That is that is Collingwood top four. If you look at it right now, if if, if finals were tomorrow, it'd be a Richmond Collingwood uh, qualifying final that would get one hundred three thousand people. That would be fucking amazing. How good would that game It'd be? It'd be so massive. Yeah, like both teams up and about. Um, Hawthorne are no one, hang on, mate, knocking on the hang door. On, hang on. No, no, sorry. Right. I mean, I'm, 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 I know. I didn't mean to, mean to We're do talking that. about the eight. <laughs> uh, Hawthorne are not, yeah, not yeah, in, yeah. That, just... in that bracket. Carlton are 18th, mate. You don't hear me talking about them. Yeah, sorry. I fucked that up. Yeah, so <laughs> Richmond Swans, West Coast, Collingwood, Port, Melbourne, uh, Geelong, and North. Now, I think it was... Uh, Melbourne had the chance to kind of entrench themselves into the top eight, but they, they fucked that Melbourne up. Melbourne what? Yeah, Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. So, so did they trail from the very start of the match and never look like a chance? Is that how it was? Ah, look, it was 10 points in the end. So, you know, they had a good go. Um, they, but yeah, no, they so led it, for most it, of and the game and then uh, they choked. It's jumping about. So really, in the top eight, kind of you lose one, you... you you drop out pretty much. You're, like, it's that time. Yeah, you are in big trouble. And North Melbourne hung on by the, the skin of their teeth last night, mm-hmm. uh, winning yep. um, pretty much in the, one of the last kicks of the game with Jack Zebel putting them in front. And, and they hang into the eight. So they're in front of Hawthorne by 1.4%. Yeah, they took it end-to-end end in that final minute. But uh, um, even though, you know, they're out of the finals and they uh, are not in contention, Luke Beveridge was not happy with the Western Bulldogs at all. Well, he apparently gave them a, a, a remarkable bake. He made them watch the last two minutes of the game. Did yeah. he really? In yeah, the he took them into the, the meeting room that they have and he made them watch the last two minutes and he just really lined up some people and absolutely fucking cooked them. They gave him an old-fashioned bake. They said it was the biggest bake he'd given since he arrived at the club. That's pretty amazing. Um, and then... And then he got annoyed... Yeah. He got annoyed that the media heard it. I mean, who do you blame? I don't blame the media for that. I blame the insulation at Etihad Stadium. No, I mean, you know, a coach should be allowed to, you know, go cocoa bananas. And it should be that meeting room. I mean, if you can hear what's being said outside, that's not a very, that's not a good meeting room. Like the shit that I say behind closed doors about you, I would hope that you can't hear that through the glass when I go inside Wayne Jackson Studios. Uh, when quizzed on the merits of his feedback, Beveridge was initially unimpressed. Media were allowed in the rooms at all. From Beveridge, you blokes, mm. you blokes, shouldn't be in there really when the coach is talking to the players. If you can hear me through the walls, but that's okay. So you kind of yeah, it doesn't up. sound like it's okay. He sounded like he was really pissed off, and then he's just thrown it. Yeah. But that's okay at the end of it. So, but I think I think it's he's pretty fair enough though to be kind of pissed off by the fact the way they took it end to end and there were just um, one particular contest oh, I can't remember the player's name who kind of ran towards the North player when he really could have stayed back on Ben Brown and prevented the little soccer kick. Yeah, right. So you're blaming individual players instead of the the whole team 
you're naming, oh, you're going home. after individuals. Well, I'll put on Mitch Wallace in the first place. We're kicking it on the that full. Was a her- that was a horrible kick. Not really under pressure, yeah, putting it out of yeah, bounds. It should have gone to Billy Gowers, should have kicked the goal. I mean, you know, it is, yeah, you're right. It's Mitch Wallace's fault. Can we talk about the, uh, what do you call it, a raffle? No, not a yeah, raffle, it is a like ra- a bidding it, thing. No, going no, it's on a raffle. At, yeah, it's, it's a, raffle. a raffle. Yeah, yeah, going on at the dogs. So for $4,000... Well, most clubs have fundraisers, and you get, uh, you know, obviously there's first, second, and third prizes. First prize, the Mercedes-Benz X-Class U. Hmm. Which I, I can't imagine there'd be a lot of down at Wit Noble. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, there are a few on uh, there are a few on bricks. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, uh, the second one. No, and that and that's that's weirdly valued at uh seventy four thousand fifty four dollars and ninety seven cents. Yeah, I I, I did notice that. It's a very specific yeah. number. I, I did wonder if you could get them down to like ninety five cents. They'd be like, mate, yeah. I'm fucking. You, you, uh, I, I love to, mate, but the, the boss, <laughs> the boss will have me. I can't take two cents off, mate. What are you doing to me? The second prize is a uh, a corporate suite. So eleven yep. friends will have uh, access to a fully inclusive corporate suite uh, at a Western Bulldogs game. So I'm assuming that's at Etihad Stadium for five thousand four hundred bucks. Now, if that's at uh, Etihad, I don't know if that uh, is connected to the Medan Club. Oh yeah, what I'm saying, I don't know if you get a punch on in that. And cocaine supply. <laughs> it's not mentioned. I reckon it. <laughs> 5,400. <But> a, cor- <laughs> a corporate box shouldn't be that much. Oh, yeah, no, you're right. How, how much do you reckon a corporate box would be if there's, say, 10 people in there? Say, three grand? Well, well, yeah, I'm looking at for like 12 people, it's like, what, 5,400. So what's that? Four, 400 something each. Four and, yeah, you're not getting $400 worth of. You're not getting $400 worth of food and drink at a corporate box. No, but it's about, you know, it's about being able to uh, show off to your mates. You go, mate, look at look at what I got. And they're like, how much did this cost you? You're like, I am in big trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I can't afford the mortgage and I am sleeping in here tonight. So it's a very big jump from the Mercedes from $74,000 down to five grand for a corporate box. Like surely there should be like a middle ground, like a maybe round the world trip or something. Oh, that's a good point. Like about twenty, thirty grand. Yeah, so do you, for second do you reckon Mercedes have seen this and gone, oh, we shouldn't have given away the fucking ute. We've gone over the, over <laughs> the top. We should have given away like a 1997 uh, you know, <laughs> C-Class. It's worth about 13 grand. That would have, I mean, it's Doggies fans. They would have been like, yeah, okay, we'll take it. So third prize we have, four grand. Mm-hmm. Uh, valued at four grand. Yeah. So they put their own they put their own value on wow. this. Uh, is the coffee date with Western Bulldogs Premiership coach Luke mm. Beveridge. So for four... Well, they, they believe a coffee with Bebo yeah. is worth four grand. All right. So uh, I'm assuming they get all the coffees? Uh, well, it's on them, do you yeah. reckon? I'm just trying to, I I'm trying to work out the value of sitting with Luke Beveridge. So if you take away two coffees, say, a couple of soy lattes, I imagine Bevo would be into the soy. So there's yeah, eight bucks, nine We'll bucks. go nine. We'll spread it out to nine. Yeah. So that's $3,991 worth of value. Conversation. Yeah, from Luke Beveridge. <laughs> And also coffee date with Bevo. Now, I mean, I, I, I hope they just meant coffee with, like, coffee date, I think, adds a, adds a certain expectation well, to maybe, it. Like well, maybe, does that explain why it's maybe, up to 4000 bucks? Maybe, maybe Bevo's, you know, uh, single, ready to mingle. <laughs> I don't know. If you could get a, if he could take you up to the coach's box and, you know, give you a bit of, you know... You want your money? Yeah, well, that's why uh, it's been valued at 4G. Like, Bevo really... Like, when they sat down, they're like, Bevo, would you have would you have a cup of coffee with a with a uh, Western Bulldogs fan? He goes, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. And they're like, all right, we'll charge uh, uh, 200 bucks. He goes, no, 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 no. 
I will make this. This will be the greatest night. Maybe it's at night time. Maybe it's a coffee date, which leads into a drink. Sure, sure. At the yeah. town, you go to see, uh, I don't know, The Wizard of Oz with Bevo. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so you get the full, the night out with Bevo. So the, do you reckon, what, we go for about half an hour, do you reckon? Like, I can't imagine, like, Bevo is really into this. I imagine when the time comes, it actually will get in the way of Bevo's uh, work day. How much would you milk it? Just ask him. Like, we should go in it, so you and I get to go on it. And uh-huh. just ask him the fucking dumbest, dumbest <laughs> questions you can think of. Do you cut your own yeah. hair? Yeah. Uh, where was Sid buried? How do you get your neck like that? <laughs> that little necklace around your neck. What? Why? How come you're wearing that? When did Bob give back the medal? <laughs> hey, you know that bake you gave the other day? Everyone could hear it. Mm-hmm. It's, could hear it's, it. it's not a question, Bev. I'm just, we're just telling you. Can you, can you do an ollie? Can you kickflip? When's the last time you dropped in on the ramp, Bevo? <laughs> Do you and, play um, Tony Hawk on the PlayStation, Bevo? Fourth rise is a spot in the 2019 Western Bulldogs team photo, which I think most clubs do is now. Is that right? They, they, offer up the, oh. they offer up the club photo. You thing. know what, though? If they were going to do that, okay, so that's obviously they get you in, they take the photo, they obviously take one without you. I think you should be in the official team photo. So everyone that anyone ever sees... Oh, like people can buy one. Yeah, the, oh, the, the, the one people can the buy. The only one that's available has you in it yep, okay. with your fucking, you know, doing the, the big, getting the guns out. Pushing the arms out. And yeah. with your fucking old fella hanging out. Like all the all yeah. the larrikins <laughs> down the club do, you know. He's got his cock out. This is fucking, what a legend. Macca. That's, that's quite interesting. I actually, yeah, I've been a long, long time since I've bought a team poster. But they were they were... The thing you had to get back in the uh, back in the day when I was a yeah, kid. You, you say that you had three uh, Mark Knight Hawthorne posters at your house. Yeah, but they're Premiership posters. I mean, the team photos. Yeah, no, you know. no, you're an adult, mate, and they're on your bedroom door, like you would if you're a fucking child. <laughs> yeah, they're right near my 2008 Hawthorne Premiership figurines as well. Yeah. So I, I guess the one thing is you didn't have to explain them to any uh, any ladies that you brought home because uh, <laughs> there was none, none, none coming going over. There. <laughs> so maybe you need the date with Bevo, mate. <laughs> uh, oh, God, I'm coughing. Hey, uh, Koshy's not happy. Oh, why would he be? Koshy's not happy about the fact that uh, he talked about Hawthorne got to trial new rules we talked about last mm. week. They did a bit of a play on from kicking backwards. Uh, I think players had to stay in their positions a bit more, and there was another couple of rules. Him and Ken Hinkley got pretty angry about the fact that uh, Hawthorne got a bit of a head start on the competition. Now, can, and then we got news. Can I just point out, where was this mentioned first? Right here on Junk Time. On Junk Time, I, obviously. We've got yeah, no, I said I would be filthy if I was another team and Hawthorne got the jump on the rules. Well, now they had the revelation this week that Brisbane did the same thing. Yeah. They got a bit of a jump as well. So they're trying, uh, they're trying all ends of the lane. So do you think it's... Uh, mate, not all ends. You're in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> but it feels like we're on top. <laughs> That's why I love your fucking attitude. Too. In, your, in your head, you're like, that, uh, you're like the, the guy who was really big in high school 
and then high school finished, and now you still think you're that fucking massive unit, and you're getting around with that attitude. And everyone's like, mate, stop being a fucking idiot. You're like, nah, nah, I was, mate, I was good. Mate, fucking play your cards very nicely, all right? Because you're on fucking live TV next Saturday, and if you're in open air area, I've got a lot to play with, all you're right? You're the guy. So you... you you go. You trade very gently. You're the, you're the hot looking guy in high school that had the great head of hair, who's turned thirty, got <laughs> fat and gone bald. To see. Yeah, and you still think you've got that fucking looks going for you, mate? That's where your problem. Look, is. I'm just, I'm just worried about the four feet. Okay, that's all I'm worried so, about. So, I, I think, uh, I think Koshi's got a point. Like, if if new rules are brought in, although I can see it from both sides. One, you don't want Hawthorne to have the jump on anything you do. But two, if they have seen the new rules, one, they don't know which ones are going to be instigated. And two, surely other clubs are going to be able to catch up. Like he, Koshy's saying, oh, you know, they've got four months jump on us. Like, well, it's not like Hawthorne are training with these rules now, are they? Well, yeah. I mean, there's nothing to stop you from finding out what the rules were and then doing training sessions accommodating those yes. rules. You can actually do that. Yeah. Yes. Um, and, and where those rules actually come in anyway. Um, but, but there, yeah, Ken Hinckley and Koshy, I think both talked about, they want the footage to be able to see what, what happened. You know which vision they want? Well, I mean, there's, without yeah. saying, oh. you know, it makes But if you, get, if you get the behind the goals vision of the new rules, fuck, that's where I think you're, that, uh, Hawthorne have the advantage over everyone else in the competition at the moment. You're a step ahead. Yeah, well, I, I, step I think ahead. that's actually how they beat the Gold Coast yesterday. Because Gold Coast was still playing back in the old rules. They were playing like 2018 rules. Yeah, we had the eye on the future. Yeah, and Hawthorne's, yeah. they've got zones. Uh, you yeah, know, yeah. they're nominating their designated goal kicker. You know, all that kind of stuff that's coming in next year. Gold Coast didn't. They were giving away 50s. Uh, Gold Coast players were giving away 33-metre uh, penalties. They didn't even know what for. There is something. It was a very boring game yesterday, I must say. There is something about uh, the Tasmanian games, which uh, they often turn out to be a bit of a non-event. Mm-hmm. Who do you blame? Um, Who's to blame? Is well, that Hawthorne? It's a combination, I suppose. Like the well, not event in terms of like uh, they're not playing marquee teams down there for one. Um, yep. But yeah, they always kind of seem a bit of a. Uh, oh, 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 oh. Can, of, I, can I just stop you there? I believe uh, Hawthorne are playing Carlton down there. Uh, so um, let me just correct you on that, Michael. As we as I said, <laughs> we're not playing marquee teams down there. But yeah, they all kind of they kind of become just become be a bit forgetful. Like once the siren's gone, you go okay, you know, win, lose, or draw. Yeah. Uh, they're a bit of a, oh, okay, that happened. Yeah, no, I, I, I do hear what you're saying, mate. It's like, I guess, any game that's at Monica or perhaps uh, Mars Stadium in Ballarat, they're not quite the, uh, the the level of the game that you're after in this in this brilliant comp that we follow. Yeah, yeah. So Port, Big, yeah, Port had a great win over uh, over Melbourne, but uh, what do you think about Melbourne? They want a new, um, new, new, new training ground. That'd be kind of cool over there, I reckon. Um, basically, they want it in the MCG car park, essentially. Which, what are the fucking chances of that? So at the moment, they train out at Amy Park, don't they? The home of the Melbourne Storm. Yeah, and the Rebels yeah, too, Yeah, maybe? and the Melbourne Rebels. And you just go, like it's, how far would it be? A kilometre? Oh, not even that. No, no. 500 metres so yeah, the, from the MCG. Yeah, so they, they, want to, they want to train that. They want to build a whole new... Uh, a new ground to train on, new headquarters over Jollymont Station. Uh, yeah, they want to put they want to put apartments there. I think as well. Um, they want to, yeah, all the gym and all the offices and stuff like that. Melbourne have been a bit of a nomad team for a while. They've been floating around different places. Mm. Um, I suppose mainly by the fact that they don't let them onto the MCG uh, during the actual 
well, I suppose back in the day, they would have been training on the MCG, yeah, wouldn't they? Yeah, I guess they would have, but that's when everyone had their own suburban ground, so the MCG wasn't seeing the yeah. traffic that it currently uh, cops. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's prime real estate. Maybe they can get it done. Uh, maybe they're looking at a few different places. But um, but yeah, I, I, I wouldn't mind them having a little home there on the MCG, like right in the corner of the MCG. But where are we not going to park? I mean, that's where thousands and thousands of people are not allowed to park every weekend. <laughs> yeah, get closed down every five yeah, seconds. Yeah, where are they yeah. not going to go? You know, it just there's it's like a, there's like a gentle a gentle breeze, and they're like shut the car park. <laughs> yeah, someone spill their water. It's going to get boggy in here, people. <laughs> Shit! Someone bought a coke and spilled it. Shut the car park. <laughs> but you can't knock down all those trees because it is actually quite a, a lovely car park. Where are people going to kick yep. the footy post game? Well, on the fucking football ground, they built you, dickhead. Oh, so oh, okay, okay, cunt. So it's <laughs> a fucking football ground there. No, but can you walk into Punt Road after a game and just kick the football there? Can you? Um, I don't think if you, you climb can, the fence. You fucking idiot, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the idea that they're going to put up, uh, as you said, they're going to throw apartments up there as well. So all of a sudden they're fucking property moguls. Yeah, yeah. Because they would be worth an absolute fortune to be there. Yeah. Oh, no, it'd be prime real estate. Yeah, for sure. It'd be great. But imagine living in that fucking apartment block. You get to watch Melbourne Trainer during the week and then you can wander down to the the ground on the weekend and watch a game. Yeah, but then, okay, all right. let me ask you this. I used, to, I used to live right near the MCG. I used to live in East Melbourne. So I was literally like a block from Jollymont Station. Mm-hmm. And one of the wonders of that journey was the fact that I lived that close to the MCG. Like you could watch it on TV and you could out the window, you could hear it was a goal before on TV. And if I so wanted, there were times where I actually, because uh, I had the membership card. For where? Um, for the MCC. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so that, that meant I didn't have to pay any price to get yep. in. There were times where I would go to the MCG, buy a pie, eat the pie, and then go home. <laughs> uh, I genuinely did if any of the, No, mate, I'm not fucking doubting that for half a second. <laughs> and if any of the listeners uh, wanted to get a, be- a better picture of what sort of, uh, you know, elite asshole Michael was, then uh, I-, I-, I believe uh, he summed it up right there. Because nothing, pie, a pie tastes better at the footy. Yeah. So I feel like a pie, and I'd go and get the pie, and then I would eat the pie, and then I'd go yeah, look, You know what? I can't argue with that, because that is actually, uh, that is true. And also, you know what? If, you know, when it's a Saturday afternoon, you think, fuck, I could go mid-strength. You know? And, <laughs> and you know what? I don't, I don't want to just go to the bottle and pay 3 bucks twenty for it. I want to go, sure. and I want to pay $8.50, maybe $9 if I'm lucky, and get myself a mid. <laughs> so I think it's smart. I, I don't think they can have the, the training ground there. They're not going to... Fuck, I could, imagine that nowadays. Like, fuck, I could go a bongo camp right about now. <laughs> be a good thing to get down there. Or, you know what? I, be honest, mate. I know what you went down there for. You went, you got yourself a pie and watched the Oz Kickers, didn't you? That's just, that's the kind of person you are. You're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff from that kid in the red. I was just, just a normal guy. <laughs> I felt like a pie. I'd, I'd, I'd put, on my, put on my trench coat. <laughs> I'd head well, in. you got to wear a collar. <laughs> I'd head in, yeah. <laughs> and I'd, I'd, they'd pat me down, yeah. and they'd, they'd wave the wand over yeah. me, uh, and they'd go, what's that, near your ankle? And I'd go, that's an ankle bracelet. <laughs> Everyone's got one. <laughs> and that's how, clo- that's how close I live, because it's not getting picked up. <laughs> it's not going off. A uh, big news, mate. Fucking we love this one. Collective mind. Collective mind. Uh, gone skid. Would you say gone too soon? 
Oh, mate, I reckon they've got a lot to give. Yeah. They've got a lot more to give. So uh, if you're not familiar with Collective Minds' work, they were the uh, the people that brought you such things uh, to the Adelaide Crows. They looked after the Adelaide Crows, such as the uh, the Power Rangers stance mm-hmm. for the finals. They brought in the innovation of blindfolding people in a bus. Yep. Of uh, playing the Richmond theme, which Don Pike said only happened once, not repeatedly, only once. So that means uh, that's not true. <laughs> uh, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, Are you saying the players lied? <laughs> um, but if you look at their clients in the past, I'm just looking through the website now. Oh, so you're, on the, collective you're mind, on the website. Done, yeah, yeah, done amazing things. Obviously, they've worked for Saint, they've worked with St. Kilda. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they've gone, gone strength to strength. Yep, yep. What, does it say, uh, and does then, it say and what then, era for the Saints? Uh, no, it doesn't, no. Uh, 1983 to 1986. <laughs> uh, uh, they look at the, the household names, companies that are household mm-hmm. names. Uh, Main Brace, um, Hoyne, um, CEO Institute, mm-hmm. Challenger Bank. Um, let me think. Um, uh, Sid- oh, Sydney Trains. Oh, they work for Sydney Fuck. Trains. Oh, so <laughs> fucking hell. Because uh, if there's one thing I've learned from the uh, transportation up in Sydney, it's a fucking primo. <laughs> um uh, YPO. I mean, well, I mean, everybody remembers the first time they they encountered YPO. Well, you, they probably didn't even have to put it on the website. That's just in everyone's conscience. Conscience, uh, you know. You go YPO. Oh, Collective Minds and YPO. Yeah, yeah. No, I know that. Why are you even bringing it up? So now they're gone. So I think it's the, the second year of a three-year plan with Collective Mind, and I suppose it's been brewing since that preseason camp. And so I suppose they both kind of turned to each other and said, "Let's." Uh, in this uh, relationship. But see, again, is it premature of Adelaide to get out of this? Because they're in the middle of three years. So maybe the turning point was when they reveal what they were, you know, planning all along. So when they insulted the Indigenous uh, players' history and, you know, their culture, perhaps there was a reason for that. Are you saying the third year they were going to bring it around? Yeah, yeah. They they, they, had, they hadn't put all their cards on the table yet. Why would you? You never do. You know, the third act is always the best act. You know, in any movie, like, didn't see that coming. Yeah, there was a bit of back and forth between the media and the crows by the fact that, um, I mean, did you see the the press conference with Don Pike and the Birdman? Yeah, I thought, it, I thought it was really revealing uh, how that, uh, you know, uh, Don Pike nor the Birdman uh, gave anything away and com- continued to lie. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, they 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 did seem to have a problem with the truth. Uh, the the bit of media people were kind of annoyed by the fact that they were trying to bury the lead as such. Like they did it, I think three o'clock on a Saturday. It's pretty weird, isn't it? Uh, while another game was yeah. on, um, people were saying, "Why wasn't the CEO there?" Um, stuff like that. Um, kind of, I suppose, just trying to get themselves out of the relationship as quickly as possible. Well, the CEO was um, um, blindfolded. <laughs> on a, he was still on yeah, the bus on a kayak. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I don't know what next for Collective Mind. Let's see what they've got. I'm just looking at the website. Um, should we get? I mean, do we? Is it maybe time for us to step in to the Crows? I don't think it could hurt. Like, uh, can't get any worse. If we, and I, I don't think we need to take them outside of Adelaide. Like, there's so much stuff to do. So much going on. I mean, we talked about Heaven Nightclub a couple of weeks ago with uh, Fitzy. It's no longer there as Heaven, but I imagine the nightclub is still yeah. there. Um, chuck them down to the rhino room for a bit of comedy. Yeah, that's the start of the night. Uh, Everything's going well. They're going, this is great. And then blindfold them. Uh, what we've already done is pre-spike their drinks. So we've taken them down to Hindley Street. Uh-huh. And these Perfect. these players, they don't know what's going on now. 
And bit of yeah, and they as a collective have to get out of uh, the Crazy Horse Strip Club alive. I can handle that. I can handle yeah. that. We're taking them up to maybe Rundle Mall, mm. um, put one half in the KFC, put one half in the McDonald's, mm. and they have to taste test what burger they are eating. It's a bit rough. <laughs> what about if you just strand a player who you don't really like, you put him on top of the balls, like that guy who leapt onto the balls only a couple of weeks ago? What do you mean, leapt on the balls? So there was like a, a roof, there's an awning next to the balls, and he jumped from that onto the silver balls. Oh, dude. Did he hurt himself? No, he just stood on the silver balls. And I think that, oh. that was the end of the video. I think he must have just jumped back on the awning. Oh, wow. That's fine. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have, But that's the kind of thing that our collective minds, uh, junk time collective minds, uh, would put people through. It's kind of interesting what they talk about. They talk about leadership development. That's a three three to six month program. Mm. Uh, it's kind of the jargon that I get worried about. They talk about mastering the internal dynamics of leadership, removing the barriers and blind hey, stop, whoa, whoa. spots to elite leadership. Slow down, slow down. We need to break this down. Well, it's all a bit dumb. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just can't. I just, had to, just kick a I ball. Had, no, you can't say it's dumb. Look how well they played at the start of the year. I mean, and they made a grand final with collective minds on board. Everyone seems to forget about that, don't they? Yeah, sure, sure. I wonder, did, did, would, if they won last year, would Collective Mind have got a medal? I believe, um, yeah. I, like, like, would Pikey have got up there and be like, I want to I wanna bring up the guys from Collective Mind, yeah. the first, first to hold up the cup? Yeah, and they would have come up. But they're like, but like but first off, don't, don't hold the cup up. Imagine yourself holding <laughs> the cup up. Imagine you are the cup. Now hold your, yeah, hold yeah. your teammate up. Hey, uh, you had a bit of follow-up to your... Um, uh, jaywalking Oh, ticket. look, I thought I'd give you a little bit of an update on it. There's been no fine so far, okay? So uh, mm-hmm. things are looking up. I'm still... So you got done for jaywalking walking last week heading to Eddie. Last Saturday afternoon. So obviously uh-huh. we're doing this on the Sunday. So they've had five business days so far. And I'm just wondering, would I... Do you think I would have got it by now or is still another week to process it? Like, uh, you know, those guys go back. They put it into the system. Does it get logged on Monday? Do they yeah. do they look for the CCTV of the interaction just to really you know oh, yeah. sure, nut it sure. out? So I haven't got anything yet, but there is one thing that I forgot to tell you about the story last week, um, and I reckon I must have forgotten. It. I must because clearly on Sunday when I was talking to you, I was distressed. Oh yeah, 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 uh, yeah uh, PTSD from PTSD from the yeah. PSOs. So that and from the game and from the game. Let's not forget that. Probably, too. probably from the game. Mainly, Mainly from, the from the game. So. Uh, so after the interaction, as we had our back and forth, me calling them a liar, them telling me not to take photos, all the fun and all the fun and adventures you have with a PSO who's uh, charging you with jaywalking, the one that was giving me the shits said at the end of it, and I I can't believe I didn't mention this last week, but he said anything you say can and will be taken down and used in court against you, and I was like, we don't do that here, do we? Um, what was this fucking CSI? Yeah, good question. You, I've, I've, I never, mate, I've been arrested multiple times. I've never heard that before. Uh, I've, uh, I, I've never heard it in that context. Uh, but I mean, I imagine if in their conversation, like if you did do something silly, they would have written that down and had kind of verification of so that. So why do yeah, they have to tell but, me um, about that? Like just, yeah, all right, take it down. Yeah, we don't have like we don't have like you have the right to remain silent that kind of yeah. thing. We don't have no. that. And yeah. I chose to waive that right by getting yeah lippy. because they're being fuckheads. Yeah, anyone out there who knows what you might get fined for for jaywalking? Do we need to put a fund together? 
Do we need to do a fundraiser for you? Yes, a GoFundMe page, yes. Or if there are any uh, junk time uh, lawyers who want to do some uh, pro bono work... Oh, yeah, for sure, I yeah. I am happy to take this to court because this... Yeah, absolutely. And I do love the idea that he was like, if you want to take this to court for jaywalking. Like, I mean, my, I, I got done about four years ago, I reckon, for um, uh, on the tram for not tapping on my Mikey yep. card. And I think it was just by the fact that I had really just moved back to Melbourne and it was like a new thing for me and I just forgot. Yeah. And uh, and the guy, the guy's, you know, gave me the ticket. was like, and he's like, you know, if you want to take it to court, you know, here's what you do. And I'm like... In my head, I'm like, mate, there's no fucking way I'm <laughs> taking this to court. Oh, but you know me. I uh, have a lot of free time on my hands. And if I get the right lawyer, then I'm happy mm-hmm. to take this to court. I'm happy to see this to the highest court in the land. Like, I'm happy to take that this. That would be cool. To, like, if I get, uh, what about if I get, like, uh, Michael Christian? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, get Christian. If I got the match review officer... <laughs> and then, like Bachelor Hawley, oh. he got he got a uh, character reference last year after he hit Jed Lamb from Wild Ali. If I got Wild Ali on board, yeah. Yep. What if I got something from Brendan Bolton saying that uh, I was a Carlton fan and therefore already traumatized? And then, if by any chance, if, I don't know, I don't know if the Eddie Ed kind of cameras would work that well, but if there was any way we could get the behind the goals footage. To show that you were innocent all Yeah, along. so if anyone listens to this, uh, who, yeah, who listens to Junk Time, who may, say, work for Metro or walk, work around the uh, Southern Cross Station precinct, it was at the very start. I was on Spencer Street still at the bottom of Burke Street. So there will be CCTV vision of me pretending not to hear them, trying to walk away, getting called back, getting grabbed, turning around, throwing my arms up, pointing. And you genuinely thought, though, that like, that guy made stuff up, didn't you? He, mate, not genuinely thought. That's what happened. And so, therefore, you do probably have a case. Oh. Like, you maybe. So, if anyone works for uh, Vic Roads, if they can, uh, there'll be vision of me crossing that road, and I want to know oh, yeah. if there was a car turning in front of me, like, well, like yeah. that filthy uh, dog said. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, okay. And we get a lawyer on yep. board. Dude, I mean, I mean, this could be like fucking uh, an injustice. Like, if you can, if you can fight this, mm. you're a freedom fighter. I pretty much am, aren't I? I'm a free man. I'm going out the front door. That's a quote from uh, In the Name of the Father. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Uh, So, yeah, any barristers, (laughs) any QCs out there, anyone who knows anything about the law, whatever you need. Julian Burnside, if you're out Mm. there. Pro bono, obviously. Can't afford your rates. Not at all. We can give you a stubby holder. (laughs) Um, uh, Fifey is a dirty rat. Nathan Fife. Nathan Fife is a dirty, dirty rat. The one from Frio who thought about giving up football for 10 days until, uh, you know, the end of his surf trip and decided, oh, no, it's pretty good playing footy. He's a dirty, dirty rat. So he had a mate, uh, Connor Blakely. Yeah. Now, Connor skipped out on training for the day. He said he was Mm. ill, but in fact went surfing with mates, which is probably not not great. And Fife found out about it. Hang on, let's let's just backtrack a little bit. How do you do that as an AFL footballer? Like, I'm not really quite sure, actually. Like, it's a pretty... It's a pretty good job. I know everyone gets shitty and bored with their job, but if that's all you got to fucking do, mate, and you probably knock off at three, the surf's going to... Yep. It's fucking... The WA surf, mate, it's always going to be there. Hmm. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Come on, Connor. You're yeah. better than that. Skipped out on training, yeah. and then Fifey was captain at the time and um, uh, found out about it and said, I'll look after you. 
Pretty much oh. said. Uh, yeah, pretty much said. I look well, after him. Hang on, he's saying he's a dog man. He's looked after him. What a mate. No, 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 no. But good then bloke. when push came what to shove, fucking... when push, oh no, when push came to shove, then more. he, then he told the coaching stuff about about the day off. Oh, so he did the exact opposite of what he said he was going to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think he kind of had a moment and was like, no, this is a teaching moment, a learning uh-huh. moment. And so Blakely, uh, let me think, maybe he had to have a week off or something. Yeah, like I that? think they did suspend him anyway. for maybe two weeks. Yeah, and so he felt the friendship was fractured. It's a bit like me. Like I, you know, you, you get up to a lot of dodgy stuff, mm. and every I mean, it's pretty much a weekly thing. I have to work out: yeah. do I, do I, do I tell the cops? <laughs> <laughs> how do I, how do, and you know, how will that affect? Firstly, the podcast. That's what I'm. Yeah, thinking. yeah. Well, ever ever since I got your parents' address, you've been really helpful for me. <laughs> You're like, all right, mate. I won't fucking say anything, but just leave dad out of it. But I agree. It's a bit weird to kind of take a day off to go surfing. Well, just, I just, and also to say you're sick. Like, just, I don't know. Just say you had to be down there for some other reason, and I don't know. It, it just, it wasn't well thought out. But uh, he said it took like um, six or seven months before they, six to eight months, it fractured their relationship. Yeah, but also the whole idea, like, if you are going to lie like mm. that, then the idea is then you keep a low profile. Hey, like you stay home. You don't go anywhere. No, but the only reason he lied was to go surfing. So you can't. I mean, you got to carry it through. You just. How do you, how did he get busted anyway? Like, was he like on the news or something? Was he caught in a massive barrel? Was he just like the massive barrel he's uploaded? Going fucking check out what I did this afternoon. That's actually a very good question. I'm just looking at it because now. had a couple. Of- this reminds me of a uh, story told to me by a Carlton player who I won't reveal when uh, Carlton were at the Gold Coast one year. I think I've told this on the on the show before. Carlton were playing the Gold Coast one year and Josh Bootsma pulled out with Gastro. That's right, yeah. And then uh, the players were flying home and uh, as they're about to take off, we're checking their Instagram and there was a photo on uh, Josh Bootsma's partner's Instagram of them on the beach. Yeah, that's right. And the that's players right. were furious at him and that fractured that's their right. relationship and... Josh Bootsman vowed never to go on Instagram again and instead went with Snapchat huh. and Snapchat. sent a dick pic. Worked out a yeah, treat. it's gone really Worked well. Yeah, a smart man. Uh, we might as well wrap it up, Adam. I think, we, I think we've run through all the stories. We have indeed. Hey, I've got football in real Hit life. Uh, from Nick. Uh, oh, I just realised I have a quick football in real life from last week. I work near Central Market in Adelaide. Speak of the devil, we were just talking about Adelaide before. We head down, take the players down to Central Market. Lovely. Lovely market. Uh, Central Market the other day, while crossing the road, I walked past old mate Stephen Motlop. Oh, yeah. He was walking into a Westpac, so I presume he's doing (laughs) some level of very well. Uh, He'd taken a leaf out of the Bob Murphy style book uh, with a denim jacket featuring a faux fur lined collar. Yeah, that seems to be the get about for Bob Murphy, doesn't it? It does too, yeah. You know what would be really cool if Arthur the Sausage Dog had one as well? <laughs> Did you watch Bob on the weekend uh, during the week on um Fox? Which Rob Sitch? Yeah, I yeah. thought it was quite good. Yeah. I really cool, enjoyed it. Cool. Did you watch it? I have not yet, but I have got it up on uh YouTube to watch. Okay. Has it, uh, the has your life family? Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> uh here's a fun fact. The Motlop family have a shop within the market. Uh, somethingwild.com.au uh, not sure if he was going into the bank for business reasons. So something wild bills itself as South Australia's highest quality game meats. Oh, is that right? 
So you head to the website. It's just loading up now. Um, products. Um, stuff like rabbit, um, kangaroo, emu, crocodile, wild boar, magpie goose. Or is that just magpie and goose? Uh, just on the website now. The shopping online is under maintenance. So come on, Motlop family, get your act That's together. That's not good enough. But they've got recipes, they've got news. What kind of news do you have for something like Yeah, you know what I'd like, though, is if all the recipes uh, contain chicken salt. Ha, <laughs> ha. Uh, put a bit of Matani on this. But now they've got a whole bunch of stuff. So head down to Something Wild, located at Stall 55 in Adelaide Central Market. Mate, they've got it all. Buffalo sausages. Yeah, dude, venison. Who doesn't love venison? Wouldn't you love to just go to the footy with some venison? Oh, dude. Well, wait a second here. I want to eat a magpie. Well, wait. They've got Neon Leon's part of it too. Really? Yeah. So they've got ne- Neon Leon is Native Greens manager. And so he's part of something wild as well. I like it. No, oh, he loves a bit of kangaroo. So Leon Davis uh, and Daniel Motlop is an owner. Slash general manager. Is that how they? Is yeah. that how they enticed him back? Like he was at Geelong. Oh no, hang on. Daniel Motlop. Who did Daniel Motlop play for? No. Oh yeah. No. Wait. 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 So the email said Stephen. Stephen. Yeah. Who did plays it? for Port Adelaide at the moment? Who did Daniel play for? Was he Port Adelaide as well? And Geelong. I can't. All right. Let's Google that one. Let's have a look. Got it up. And. Uh. Port. North. And, and North. That's right. Yeah. Man, there are a lot of them. There are three. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we've gone off track. Uh, but yeah, get down to something yep. wild. Get yourself some uh, delicious yep. rabbit. Okay. Hey, we're going to hit the road. We are Junktime Alpha Pod at Gmail, Junktime Alpha Pod on Twitter and Facebook. We're going to go. Go Hawks. Hey, Rosie, next week, you're going to be on? The kick, uh, 6.30 Saturday night on uh, Channel 7 before the Hawks cool. play the Giants. And see me in the background trying to throw chips at him. Mate. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.